know what? Talk to me nice or don't talk to me at all <laughs> because I am a what a graduate. Felix was supposed to be the best graduating student in Bro. And literally, literally, I think he missed it by like what zero point one what? Guys, stop now. That is literally the brains on this man. Let me just put it. So all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I, I was, I was trying not to read too much. Um, um. Oh my god. You see, dummy, in the evening, six o'clock. Where you had it? Oh, I, have, I have a meeting here. I have a council meeting here. I have this meeting here. I have a planning committee meeting here. And it's just like, yo. And then he still have his soccer games. He still have practice, and he's still be in classes, like making grades. And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. how do you even balance this? Um, 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 okay, there's no need, there's no need to put that out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it again 17 certifications along with CIPM. So, since we're exposing together now, <laughs> I still have a lot more to get. 17 is very small, 17 certifications mm. are very small. Are you, are you, are you, are you saying, uh, yes, she's the one coming here to see us. Naya, back with another episode of Off the Record, and I have some amazing guests with me per usual. Um, today, these are first timers. You know, I don't like to repeat people, even though there's some there's some people that have managed to raise their heads more than once on this pod. But these are first timers, and they're gonna introduce themselves in a bit. They're gonna tell us their names, what they do. When they graduated, and what their fondest memory in university is. So, you know, let's have it. Let's go. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Jisam Lola Lalito. Um, I graduated from uni 2021 this year. And I'm unemployed, so I'm in my house. <laughs> Okay. What is your fondest memory of your university? Uh, I made too many, so I, I, I really can't say. It's hard picking. I did a lot of crazy stuff. But I think, let's just say, I did push ups in the middle of road on a day. Um, <laughs> I think I scored the best goal of a competition in school in my. 200 level. Mm. Yes, uh, my second year. So, yeah, I think those two take the peak. Hey, okay. And for our next guest, can you please introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name, or oh, I am Felix Apollo, aka Fachulo. Oh, my For goodness. those who can't pronounce Felix. <laughs> so, Fachulo, okay. <laughs> so, and I am an economist. And the financial analyst. I finished graduated from uni last year, 2020. So I'm a COVID graduate in critical way. I'm very calm, you're very critical, but and okay, my friend, my fondest memory from, from my uni days. I would say it was me winning the school title back to back. So this is a football competition we have, and I think I won it back to back for two years straight. So, so yeah, that was really very nice. And on one of the years, I won, yeah, I won the best striker. So that was hard. That was good for me. So yeah. Oh, so we have two soccer heads here. Yes, that's not weird <laughs> at all. So yes, the topic of today. I mean, I'm sure you're wondering why we're talking a lot about university and whatever. The topic of today is um, post graduation anxiety and pressure. And usually, y'all know, if you are a listener, you would know, like a 
regular listener, you would know that I pick the episodes of the topics of the episodes based on things that I'm either going through or I can relate to or has just been a conversation I've been having in recent and I'm like, you know what, let me let me bring this on here. So I recently graduated as well, 2021, and um, that post-graduation anxiety be hitting hard. I'm so sorry. Yo, I don't know, maybe it's my makeup, how I am. Being idle stresses me out. Being overworked stresses me out. I'm literally just constantly stressed. And not having a job, even though I literally got out of I just graduated like a month ago. Not having a job, a nine-to-five, aside from my business that I run, is literally driving me nuts. It is literally driving me nuts. So I said, you know what? There has to be other people that are going through this. And so I said I was going to gather a bunch of people, and we were going to talk about it. Yeah? So that is the topic of today. But this, let's not forget that this is a November episode. And on that note, I would like to, you know, acknowledge the fact that this is Men's Health Month. And, you know, in the the spirit of speak up, not man up, I would like to encourage any man out there that is going through something that you can speak out. You are loved. You are cared for. And, you know, you have love from these names. I don't know about any other person, but you have love from me. And if you ever need to talk about anything, I'm here. So, yes. Yeah, and I love the men on my episode. I mean, I mean, I literally got, like, the most amazing men for this episode. So, yes, in the spirit of Men's Health Month, I did that. Um, so, yes, let's get back to these amazing men. So, first, I'd like to ask you guys, how has your week been? And how's life in general, really? Uh, well, my week has been average. I've been on drugs because of medical. Oh, that's true. You said you were sick. Yeah, I had a bacterial infection. And the thing was making me weak, giving me fever. Almost ran mad. Yeah. And I haven't finished my dosage, sadly. Yikes. I think that's my major problem with being sick. Like, aside from the fact that, like, I am physically unable to do anything. I hate medicine. Oh, my goodness. I think I'm the only one person that do, I do finish antibiotics. Like, it's antibiotics, yeah? You're supposed to finish. I don't. I'm so sorry. I don't. Once I start feeling better, that's the end. That's the end. I don't do it. Being sick is just so difficult, honestly. So, so sorry about that. Hope you start feeling better soon. Um, thank you. I finished my antibiotics this time around. <laughs> it's just the cough syrup. Ah, it slows me down. I become just unimaginable. So, what the doctor said, that's what happens. Yeesh. I hope you get better soon, babe. I hope that this all ends. I hope this all ends very soon. So, Felix, please tell us how your week has been and how life has been in general. Hmm. Okay. My week so far has been productive. Was constantly trying to to balance work, family, and exam life. Put it that way because life proper hits you after after uni. So I'll just say this week has been more or less productive for me, and then it's going to be tasking in the coming weeks. Though, but I think it has been okay, productive for me. I recovered because I think I fell ill last week, just like that uh-huh. lot, but. But I think I recovered too, so let's see. Hold on, hold on. No, I don't understand. What was this sickness that you feel like getting? What was it? Mine was a flu, I think. Good. Was it bacterial infection? Or what, what happened to you? What happened to you? I just think it was a flu around where I was. So I just had cough. I did hear that there was a flu going around, though, in Lagos. Maybe that's what you caught. Yeah, probably. Okay. But I'm fine now, so I'm happy meeting my goal. So, yeah, I'll go more in depth with that. Yeah, I'm happy you're feeling better. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you to tell us a bit about your school journey and experience. How was college for you? How was it? Were you... 
Like, what did you study? How many schools did you go to? How many years did you spend in school? Were you the going out type? Were you the popular kid type? Were you the in your books type? Tell me, tell me, how was uni for you? Uni wasn't bad. Yeah, let's put it that way. I made the best of this. Best of the best. Because this could be schooled or not. Let's just be frank. You can say that again. This, this school is a lot. Um, I, was, I tried to balance my life as much as possible because being truthful with yourself, you can't be all about books. Yeah, let me just cast Dami right here. And now, uh, Dami and I went to the same school. <laughs> Dami and I the same school. Let me tell you. I don't think there was any leadership position Dami wasn't in. I always used to wonder, how does this person have time? Like, you see Dami in the evening, 6 o'clock. Where you had a, oh, I, have, I have a meeting here. I have a council meeting here. I have this meeting here. I have a planning committee meeting here. And it's just like, yo. <laughs> and then he still have his soccer games. He still have practice. And he's still being classes like making grades and i'm like yo how do you even balance this like i don't think there was any like board or committee or planning whatever that dami was not on (laughs) i do so let me just tell you when all this one he's saying it's not all about being serious you have to balance it that's cap let me tell you it's not not cap why you like you i balanced it okay okay let me let me let me come out i was the person in my department (laughs) I was president of my department in my third year. So I always had to, I always had meetings in a way that, I mean, I like things going the right way. So if I have events, I'll follow. In other to... words, let me just say that in other words, he likes to control things. He likes so, to. Yeah. <laughs> nah, stop lying there. Thank you very much. That's it. I don't know. It is, though. It's just I like I, if we have a system and we planned this particular path, I will follow the path that we have all agreed as a committee to mm-hmm. the end. Like I'll see it through that okay, this is what we plan and this is the effect we wanted to get and this is what we get. And I'm not going Fair to enough. exactly so I'm not going to lord myself over the people that are in position. I'm just going to keep myself in the know how of what's going on. Do you understand? Yeah. So I was always present for things. I always tried my best, except for things that I was not in a hundred percent of. And I, when we voted, I was like maybe the only person that wasn't really pushing for it. So I would make myself available to push other people's goals, but I was just not a hundred percent because I just didn't see it being feasible. But it turned out not the three times I had been like it and people did so i guess i let my lesson go <laughs> so what did you study and how many years were you in school for i studied building technology and i spent five years in the good lab. Right. was that the only university you've ever been to yes fortunately <laughs> <laughs> okay I see. Felix, how about you? What was your uni experience like? So I think mine was mine was nice. I think I liked my school. People may have mixed feelings. I don't think I'll, I want to say the school's name here, but maybe people that know probably know at the end. So I think it was good. And then I think something I managed to do very well is balancing of things, just like Danny said. Because one in uni, I used to play ball four times a week, four times out of the seven seven days of the week. So I play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So and also like school, like the study aspect of the priority. Let me put it that way. But the priority, I didn't really go out as much. Maybe just once a term. Whenever you go out, I don't really like club, club, club. The thing is, I'm more like a day person. So I don't think I really in the four years I spent. I studied economics. In the four years I spent in school, I don't think I ever slept outside school. That was not my parents' house. Yeah, actually. Uh, so for the whole four years, unless I came back to visit there. So 
just to keep myself in check, I'll put it that way. <laughs> so I said I spent four years there. In in first year or at the end of first year, I think my life changed a little. Possibly to change drastically. So it was something that has to do with I don't really know if I should go in depth though, but something that has to do with what Chinaya said earlier or mental health. So I felt sick and had to be out of school for some time. So it was really bad, really, really bad. So I missed the whole month and had to um exam a month after everybody had written theirs, which was very good at school's part. So they understood everything. And then it was a legit, it was a legit piece of legit stuff. So I came back with the exams and everything. So I had to change the hall I was staying in because of the food. I wasn't sleeping, I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping, I was saving money for something, I was not eating, I was stressing myself over reading because my first semester in school, year one was absolutely amazing. So in the second semester, I did a course that was optional, but related more to economics, but it wasn't meant for our level. So it kind of stressed me and everything. So I wasn't reading, I wasn't sleeping. I was reading rather reading excessively actually. So after after that whole thing happened, I said, ah. I need to calm down, stop worrying so much, or thinking or anything. So from year two, I started going through things more um, in a better in a better manner. I stopped sleeping so late, I sleeping like 30, 10 o'clock. So yeah, I think that's how I was from I think year two to final year, and then did my last semester yeah from March twenty twenty. Did my last semester online so. I think that was unless we wanted to go in deeper, but I think that was like summary. So let yeah. me now let me put it out there since I'm in the mood to cast everybody. Let me put it out there that Felix was supposed to be the best graduating student in Bro. I mean, literally, literally, <laughs> I think he missed it by like what 0.14. Guys, stop now. That is literally. <laughs> the brains on this man let me just put it so all of a sudden it's like oh i, I was i was trying not to read too much um, um oh my god felix was actually my library buddy let me even tell you guys like anytime i called him he was in the library if he called me i was in the library literally he's literally a bookie he's literally always in his books so for him this is even surprising to hear that you're constantly playing soccer at the same time like that is so crazy how you balance that in my last semester, in my last semester, I had to focus on a lot of things for my foundation, which took a lot of my time. And like, I still was trying to be consistent with the pod because I love you guys so much. And also, I had my final year project alongside like my regular exams that I had to write. It was overwhelming to, is to say the least, like it was bad. And so I was literally always just trying to take one day at a time. I would like to say that I wasn't putting too much pressure on myself, but boy, I was. I remember there was a day that I had two exams in one day and I recorded two podcast episodes in that same day, like between exams. Like I was juggling so much. I was juggling so much. It was crazy. And I was also the social director of my course. And they chose this last semester to make up they said they were trying to make up for the events that we didn't have during covid and so they were trying to have so many events. yo it was wild i'm during my final paper during my final paper i was planning a course dinner like immediately we came out of the paper at six o'clock it was like okay call the caterer call the decorator call the this call the that that was what was happening so it was a lot to balance how i did it till date i do not know i think a lot of prayer went into it because I don't even know how I didn't break down, especially because I'm someone that, like, I can get overwhelmed. And for some reason, it didn't get to me. And so it's something I'm so grateful for. But that was just my final year. Other than that, I made it, like, a, like I made it clear for myself in my year one that, you know what, if this is going to distract you, this is something that is not going to let you focus on your education busted like no i tried to join the basketball team when they started telling me the times that i had to be resuming that's such a fact that i was very lazy the times that i had to be coming to court like i knew that okay this was going to stress me out this is going to distract me i left that i tried to join the acting club or the acting group in my school and then the times that they were requesting for me to come it was catching with my reading time i'm like you know what no so 
for me, I couldn't balance it all, so I had to make hard choices. Like, is this or this? Is your books or this? And I mean, it helped me. So I think it's really cool when I see people able to balance it all. Like, that's really, really cool of you guys. So big ups to you guys, though. Can I just say something? Because I have a feeling Danny wants to say something, but let me just check in and clear my name. <laughs> so, so first off, let me just, I don't know if I should say, yeah, I have to clear my name. So, first semester, it was was a 5.0. So, as part of first semester of uni. So, I was really gassed. Then, second semester, there was a course that we met between two courses, one related more to economics. I didn't want to do the other one. Because it didn't have anything to do with economics, to be honest, but it was way easier. And now the second course was a year three course. We're going to do it year ones and year threes together. So I said I thought it was going to be more uh, more beneficial. So I chose to do it, but the course took a toll on me. So in the second semester, I started reading. That course was very hard, if I'm being very honest. You know, the course was company law and I was doing economics. Like, you guys know how people in law study. So imagine reading the oh, comments I now comes to my radio. Well. That was one of my favorite courses, by the way. So I don't know what you're talking uh, about. That was, that, was the, that was a lot of reading. But let me let me just continue. So after I fell sick, which was really bad, I just said, you know what? I, I talked to my dad, talked to my mom. I said, stop worrying about school. Like, health is first. Because in my mind, I was like, okay, this awards thing, I didn't get um, best in the college, secondary school. Now, even though I liked it, obviously I knew I was going to be best, but then, like, it's something I'm really passionate about. So when I first came to you, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this and everything. But afterwards, so after I felt sick, I just calmed down. So there was nothing like, okay, worrying about your grades or anything. So what I was doing every week was just mainly study, calm down, eat a lot. So from 2017, when it happened to today, self. I've eaten three times a day, every day since that day. So I started checking my food, checking everything. The way I do sports. I think I eat like once a day, twice on a good day. Because I get exactly. so overwhelmed with work. I don't have time to eat. So that helped. So, and then I started eating better and everything. So I just said, you know what? This is your own. You have your whole life ahead. Stop worrying about. So I was also going to come, come back to school then that semester. So I came back through the exam and everything. So I just took my mind off like any award thing or anything, just really focused about it. So I just continued my own on my own pace. And then when I got to final year, when I got to final year, I was somebody I was really close to. So we finished final exam online and then finished the final exam online and then my result came out. So I opened up to the person, or oh, this was what I got to. You know, my CGPA finally this was my target because my target when I uploaded it was like my target was 4.8 so I paid 4.81 so I told the person I was really excited so the person now said oh, oh my god that that was my CGPA too and I was like yo because it was so crazy you got the same CGPA 4.8 so I was really excited oh as far and this is this is really nice because it's like one of my closest friends in his new class there so Obviously, that's why I'm thinking of the award they gave, which is only really natural, something that I more or less ignored from after year one, after that incident. So then, one week to, to um, graduation, I got a call from somebody that said, oh, that there's a mistake, or that you got a 4.81, but here you have to calculate everything again, and this other person got a 4.82. So... The person's on is 4.82 and yours is 4.81. So definitely that person's getting the award, not you or not both of you. So in my mind, I was like, ah. <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I have forgotten about this thing before. The how come, like, why do you have to come back to my mind now? Like, why, why? natural. Yeah, so I just offered it up. Just thank God, you know. So, and then moved ahead of it. And I was really happy for the person because that was, like, like I said, like my closest friend in school. So, so yeah, that was the whole story. So Chenaya saying that, um, the way she said it, I think I've justified myself now. So, You've yeah. not justified me. I don't know what you're talking about, Sha. I'm sorry, Chenaya. You justified yourself for me, Sha. Thank you very much, Dami. Dami, hmm. I feel like you're just out to be against me. There's nothing I will say. <laughs> after, our, after our years of friendship, I'm out to be against you, okay? <laughs> 
Okay, so um, next question is, how did you feel when you finally graduated? Dami, this oh. is for you. Oh my goodness. You have no clue. I just, first of all, it was when we finished the last set of classes and we were going home that September 11th. It was just unreal. I'm not going back. And the thought of it was, okay, I had to stop in my auntie's house and get back. Before I get back home. So I had to pick up my phone from my house. Because the school I went to did not allow phones. So one plus one is two. <laughs> <laughs> so I went I went to pick up my phone and she just looked at me and she just gave me a big hug and she said it because I did not like the gulag and it was very evident and clear in my whole house that I did not like the place. But I still went through with it regardless. And she just said she just hugged me and said, I'm happy for you. You closed your mind and you did it and you're out. That was it. Five years. Wow. Not four years because it's five years in a place you don't like. In that That's school. wild. That's actually wild. So coming back home, and then I got home and I and I held my phone and I just looked at it. I looked at the parlor. I realized that the game was missing. So that that's that was the first trigger. Then I now entered my room. My room was neat, like neat new made. I just jumped to my bed and I just laid down. I didn't even get up for like two hours. So I just stayed at home. Like actually I stayed at home till the day I was supposed to graduate. I didn't leave my house. Wow. I just stayed. Like I I was enjoying soaking up the moment. All the months of not being at home at a place where I actually enjoy being. So. Yeah, you're your homebody. So I'm not even surprised. That's wild. Felix, how did you feel when you finally graduated? I was excited. <laughs> I was excited because one, well, I was that from one, I was graduating with my younger sister. Mm. So I. And, and she was best graduating in her class. So that was really exciting. Let me just paint the scenario for you. So graduating with my younger sister, she did the probably six cases. What you guys are thinking? <laughs> she did the probably six and I did probably six and there's one year between us, so she skipped. So we're in the same uni, same year, different courses though. So really smart one. So graduating together and then my school is a registrar that calls out like the names of people to come and take the awards. Yeah. Or or mm-hmm. especially to come up to the podium. And then there are some people on the high table. So I'm graduating with a nice result. My sister is graduating with a nice res- a nicer result with an award of best in class. And then the person that's calling it out is the registrar. And the registrar was my mom. And then and then the school, because my sister was in media area, school of media communication. And then somebody on the high table, like when the VC stays, so was my dad, because he's the dean of that school of media communication. So it was really crazy. So my dad was there, my mom called her out. So when she was coming up to the Wait, podium, so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry to cut you off. Your mom is the registrar. Yeah, it was when I was graduating. That was her last year there as registrar. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. That way you say something. I thought that was vibes. Yo, like, how was... How how did that even play out? Like, how was... Yo. I can't 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 even imagine... I can't can't imagine the joy on your mom's face, man. Do you understand? Even my dad... Even my dad, because my dad was there too on the stage now as part dean of the school. So he was there. So I was in the crowd, and then he called her, Chineo um, Okolo, with a CDP. One of you was my mom calling it out. Chineo Okolo, this is studying ISMS, information science, and media studies, with a CGPA of 4.92. Everywhere scattered. Oh. Wow. And then we said, She said, coming up. So when she was coming up, my mom now turned and gave her a hug. I still have the pictures on my Instagram. 
So give her a hug and then everything. We were copying. So when she was coming down and I was stuck with my seat and ran or walked fast, I gave her a hug too. So and then I would have like, oh, the go hall. <laughs> so and that's it. So it was really nice. And then my grandma was there. Beautiful. Like, this. So yeah. I was happy. That's beautiful. <laughs> my my graduation. How I felt when I finally graduated. Honestly, I was you know when you know you're done. Like I was feeling good for my last paper. In as much as I had so much like I had to do even after my last paper. Like immediately I walked out of my exam hall. I literally have the videos of it. I made a snap and I said, you know what? Talk to me nice or don't talk to me at all <laughs> because I am a what a graduate. You know when, like, I didn't even... 17 certifications. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, um. Okay, like, there's no need. There's no need to put that out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it again. 17 certifications along with CIPM. So since we're exploring together now. I still have a lot more to get. Seventeen is very small. Seventeen certification mm. is very small. Are you? Are you? Are you uh, yes, she's the one coming here to snitch us. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that she had seventeen. But let's just say yeah. that. So if you ever come for me again, me seventeen plus because you are not done. It's seventeen plus certification. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, but you guys, for real, let me tell you that when I graduated, like, from my exam time, I'm like, um, everybody, talk to me with respect, please. And so, when it was finally time, and the, the convocation list came out, and we had to look for our names, between, honestly, between the period where we left school and convocation, I told myself, I said, you have to maximize this time. So, I was out here taking courses online, I was... I didn't have time. I didn't have time to breathe, especially because during that period I was also moving houses. So I was in the middle of a move, and I was reading my like I was taking classes. It was a lot. It was very overwhelming, very very overwhelming. And then I had to start doing shopping for convocations. So it was a lot. And then on my convocation, like when I got to school and I saw everybody, I was overwhelmed because you know I was like, this is the last time I'm going to stay in a hostel with these people again this is the last time i might see a lot of faces this is it was actually it was a lot for me i i i was tearing up i was hugging everybody like it was the last time i was gonna see them it was it was it was a lot i i was happy to be done i was happy because i had prayed for that moment for so long i had prayed that you know i want to grow you know it's one thing to graduate i pray to graduate in peace i didn't want to have any trouble i didn't want to have to do any last minute running around i didn't want it to be any technical error i didn't i didn't want to have any disciplinary case like i wasn't even trying to hear it i just wanted to graduate in peace and i had prayed so hard for it and i got it i was just so happy and so thankful and so grateful it was a lot for me i was so excited really so yes that was it until until but let, let me not go there first but my next question is what were the pressures you guys felt when you finally left school what were the pressures you guys felt did, did you feel anything at all i know that for okolo i don't feel like let me not just say all that you might be telling me you might say something otherwise i don't feel like okolo had any pressure let me tell y'all <laughs> That before they even graduated, there were jobs waiting for him. Bro, That'd please come, on, come and work for me. Come and work for me. God. <laughs> so how was it? Was there any pressure? How was the whole process for you? Hmm, that process. I just uh, see the truth is I did not sleep. Like I had to force myself to sleep. That prayer definition exams education because I was thinking of the next week when for the actual complication I was thinking of the next week. So I was averaging three, four hours of sleep. I have a horrible body clock. So whatever I do yeah. okay now that's how I adjust now it's six a now it's six a.m. But before that was up to four twenty five my eyes would 
and I'll be like, oh God, what is this? Even if I sleep at 2 a.m., four twenty five, my eyes open. I'm like, what is all this? I'm home. I'm done with all this heavy work. Because <laughs> in school, I average three, four hours of sleep. Because I have, like, I can't go back to the whole talking school work. My Saturday is non-academic. There's nothing you can do. I don't care the amount of work I have. Saturday is mine. I don't do work. I just watch anime, play football, and relax. Mm -hmm. So, coming back home, I was just like, you know what? Let's take this next week. But then, you know, you stay awake. Everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to be successful. So you have to sit down and plan properly what you're going to do. This next move now is not a three-month plan that you're trying to make because you're going back to school. So it's just a short-term plan. You're trying to plan for like five, ten years. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting down on my bed. My room is dark. My curtains are black, so the light doesn't enter because I can't sleep during the day once the sun comes out. So I had to create a black curtain so I can try and sleep in that. So after doing all this, doing, all of this didn't work, so I then just tell you the truth. I was still wide awake. Mm -hmm. So I was staying awake, thinking and planning, losing sleep, eyes getting heavy. At some point, I just gave up. I was like, you know what? The wind will blow. I can't kill myself. My life has been horrible. So let's just wait after competition, then we'll fight that battle. Then as a convocation, I'm on my two months break. So we face the battles of life plans in 2022. Right now I'm relaxing. I didn't even go for NYC because I'm on a break. So <laughs> please. That's what I just did. I just took a mental pause. I took a break from everything because it gets a lot to just relax. I think I think that's really smart. I think that's really, really smart. That's really smart. That's a very good decision. Felix, what about you? What challenges, what pressures did you feel when you finally left school? Um, said. So I'm really happy the way he's trying to balance things now and take care of himself, especially knowing the school he just finished from. <laughs> Before he started. So I'm really happy because I think you really need that time to, to rest, recuperate. I think I did the same thing. So when I finished, I finished in August, so COVID. I meant to finish in July. When I finished in August, but then I didn't start work till end of September, so the 8th or 26th, I can't really remember. So let me you. So there's something my school does something my school does called career fair. So they invite companies to come and then you pitch yourself. You have mini interviews with them and then hopefully you can get a job from there. So there was a company I really liked. I heard of them, a really nice company actually. So I heard of them a lot of times, so I interview with them. And then no matter what I try to do is to make my interviews like a discussion, basically. So when I got there, I saw that the guy has the same surname like I did. And then, so I just really just use that to more or less break the ice. I just told him, oh, ah. then I saw you this morning when you were signing in that um, you're looking problem. And I said, ah, my brother, that's <laughs> I never job. He said he had not eaten it. And so he was just vexing. He was angry in the morning. So, and so just from there, he said, smiling, he said, speaking. So at the end of the whole mini interview, he said, oh, that I should get back to them, that he's really interested. Interested in me, so I sent him an email afterwards, and then he said, "Okay, you know, this was March, if I'm not mistaken. This was March, so we kept on talking." So he said, "Once I finish my project, I should get back. I should get back to him." So that was August. I finished my project, submitted everything, defended August, so got back to him, and then he set up meeting with the head of HR, had like three interviews, or yeah, the person I can going to work with after I passed the first one. So by August, I got in the the, the job offer officially for internship because you have NYC and in corporate work, nobody's going to give you a full-time work if you don't have your NYC. 
So in Nigeria, for instance, like your work life doesn't count till you have finished NYC if you're in corporate work, unless you're starting your own thing. So I didn't have NYC yet. I'm not going to start because there was COVID and it was backlog. People have not gone since like February or so. That finished even from your school then. So I started, and then the, the lady asked me, "Oh, why, why do I want to start in October practically? So what am I going to be doing from August to September?" I told her that um, I just finished university. That I'm not about to just jump into school. And I want to rest for these two months, at least August and September, October, I can start proper. I can start properly and just need to recuperate, do a lot of things, figure out some things and then start. The job I liked. So afterwards I started and then fast forward to you know, then from August to you know, from September to March. So six months with them, then I went for NYC, then continued with them for NYC. So yeah. Hopefully, I finish in February, February 2022. So it has been a nice experience, something relating to my field. And I've really learned a lot there. So so I was not really, after that thing in March 2020, I didn't really look for jobs anymore because I just had, okay, I this on lock. Let me just focus on it. So yeah, but I think the next crisis, next tough period is post-NYC, where you actually have to start looking for jobs or work or different things like that because it happens from time to time. So yeah, there's that fear of, of anxiety after school though, but yeah. I feel well, like I said a lot, <laughs> but yeah. No, that makes sense. Thank you for sharing that. So did you feel like time was against you? Did any of you feel like time was against you at any point because of your ages or anything like that? Oh, definitely. Definitely, too. Really? Yeah. Because the truth is that let's be done with uni by 21. Because we, again, outside my school, my life goal was to be an architect of building technologist and play soccer. So I finished from uni. Uh, I finished from secondary school at 16. So I wanted okay. to play soccer. I got into soccer school for super age 16 while doing A-levels at that time. So after A-levels, I would go in and play soccer and still be in school, chasing this dream of being a building technologist or an artist or an architecture. So, and play soccer at the same time. So then I didn't care about my A-level results and I flunked that. I only wanted to do one course and the school messed up with one out of the three subjects. School messed up the third subject, so I got a horrible grade. Then I went in and I did foundation. And I was like, you know what? This one, no one's going to pass me here for foundation. <laughs> so I ended up I graduated by the tutorial. Uh-uh. Okay. Okay. I graduated by the tutorial and then I came in to see you. And then, first, you didn't put it to scale. My, my first year results was all great. I didn't read book one. <laughs> and I, I kid you not, because, because of how much I read, it's like it is. I spent so much. Like, my first year, I was an angry bird. I was the red bird in angry bird. My first year was great. I had no smiley face. I didn't smile. I was always squeezing my face. I had nothing to laugh. <laughs> like seriously, I never smiled. One of my closest friends today, really one of my friends, it was the first day that he says, "I never believed you could smile." Yeah. Smiles are really important too. They can brighten up people's day. Like I was, I was an angry bird. Don't worry. Like, this is this I'm is the sure. so shocking to hear. I met, I met Dami when he was in his second year, and like, um, not to brag or anything, but when Dami is around me, he's always smiling. So this guy, <laughs> she's just out here to snitch everybody. I don't care. Like well, you get. So this is very different. This is so weird. Imagine you always being grumpy. Then you won't be dummy. Like, you won't be you. Uh, 
was a grumpy, grumpy emotion. But yes, I didn't even care about academics. But yeah, I knew I, I knew I could. Like I read the what's it called? I'm one. I'm one person that you know that saying where if you want to hide something from a black man, hide it between lines. Yeah. So I always used to. I, that saying pisses me off. So I always try my hardest to read everything. Always try my hardest. So going to uni, I read all the courses that I was going to do. I googled the courses and I read about them. I'm like, wait, I can't do this thing without me doing book. I want to post this. So I hissed and I put the books aside. So I never put in my A effort that I did from foundation. I didn't, I didn't bring it to uni until like third year because second year wasn't cool. Second year wasn't cool as well. I was fighting myself. So that 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 was that was out of the way. But yeah. So your age did make you feel. Yes, it always got to me. It was a big battle. I think I set my age until like third year in uni. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing what I want to do. Because by third year, most of my age mates, my friends, were done with me. Yeah. So like that's when it really hit, and I was like, you know, I have to accept this thing, and I have to choose another part. At what age did you say you graduated? Is that something you're willing to share? Yeah, I graduated at 24. Okay, okay. Well, that's still young. Oh my goodness. Well, someone that has a plan to graduate at three years earlier. I can imagine, though. Exactly. Yes. Three years back, it's not, it's not easy to accept. Felix, what about you? Was age ever something you considered? I think I think I said yes earlier, but it may not be as serious as I think now. Not really, really serious. So because when I was what in, age? I had okay. What age that? Oh, I finished at uh, twenty twenty one. No, twenty twenty rather. I finished at twenty one. Yeah, last year. So the thing, the whole delay is not really how I put it now. Not really thing of age, because when I was in uni, I just had like a five-year plan put it that way but then when there was covid meaning five-year plan in terms of work life like the corporate work so when i finished in my mind i was like okay you do your nyc in october you finish next year september so that's one year so like october 2020 to um september 2021 so that was like this year but then that backlog of covid and nyc meant that that was going to be a six-month delay. And then, like I said earlier, your work life doesn't count till after um, your NYC. So practically, by February, I would have been an intern for one year, six months, practically. So one year, six months. And that is a whole lot of time. Maybe I've just been one month, and I'll be like a full-time staff somewhere by now. So it's really oh, compared to so many other things. That's why I just said maybe... That may not really be a factor, but yeah, six months is still there, but something, yeah, yeah something can get over. So yeah. Fair. Understand that. Um, now I don't want to say what age I graduated. Oh my goodness. Like seventeen or sixteen. I hate you. I hate you. Please. She could say it's like sixteen. Like you get. Please put some respect on my name, please. I graduate. <laughs> I graduated. Oh my goodness. This is okay, fine. I graduated at 19. And um graduating at 19 for me, I am a planner, and so I had a lot of plans. No, there was not a single part in my plan where I was sitting in my house idle doing nothing. Like I literally was the plan was touchdown get home once convocation is over get into the office then you go for nyst come back into the office keep it moving no and then so here i am waking up i've been waking up for the past three weeks aside from running my business and my foundation which a lot of people have argued that no it's like you actually have stuff you're doing but i have always looked forward to a nine to five like 
I don't know. Other people don't really look forward to that. Me, I like it. I love the routineness of it. I want to have a nine-to-five. The structure, yeah? The structure. Yeah, I love the structure. Oh, my goodness. I live for it. I literally, even when I'm at home, I literally have a timetable for my days. That is how crazy it is. Like, I have a timetable for my lazy days because I love structure. So... I never in my wildest thoughts imagined that I would be waking up in the morning not wearing my cute pumps and my dresses and going to work. I like it like I'm baffled. And so here and it stresses it stressed me out. I think I've gotten a hang of it now. I couldn't relax. Everybody's like just enjoy it. I couldn't enjoy it. I literally was always fidgeting, always agitated. Like and then it just made me feel like I wasn't getting my plan done in time. And so I was, I was falling behind. Maybe because I've always, I, I've always been one of the youngest people in my friendship groups, in my course, whatever. So I, I don't know why. I've always felt a pressure to overachieve. I don't know if I would put it like that. I would call it overachieving. But I've always felt the pressure to be doing more than any of my peers are doing at the time. Which is like... It's an, to an extent, one could say it's an unrealistic, you know, ex, um, it's unrealistic to set such expectations and everything for yourself and such such goals for yourself. But it's what I did and it's what I have been doing. So for the fact that I wasn't working, it was stressing me out mentally. Like, you should have been doing this. You should have been this. You should have been that. By now, you should have done this. And this is literally three weeks after my convocation. And so it is a lot. And I think in recent, like two days ago, I literally just started learning to like relax. Like, okay, you're at home, just enjoy it. Eat, watch Netflix and like just manage your businesses. Just do that. Like that is a lot of work in itself. Why are you trying to look for more? Just relax. Everything will work out one way or the other. I had to tell myself that, you know? And so that was the only thing that came with age for me. It was just, are you doing enough? I, like, I never wanted to seem like, oh, you don't deserve to be here. You're too young to be here. So you have to kind of prove yourself that, yes, you are doing this at this time and you're killing it. Like, I always felt that pressure in a sense, self-inflicted pressure, by the way. Nobody's stressing me. I'm stressing myself. But, yeah, that was my thing with age, really. Um... So yes, did any of you feel any form of anxiety whatsoever though? I think I did admit that admit that I did feel some anxiety. But did you guys feel any anxiety? What was the cause of your anxiety? Okay. Um my anxiety started actually in second year when I was approaching like the age I set up my plan for to finish school and I was just I was just forty percent through school. So that's, that's the first thing. That's when it first started. Then I finished. Okay, I finished school. Now anxiety because I really stopped planning too far ahead because I don't have control of time. And I, yeah. I finally accepted that I don't have control of certain things because I'm a big control freak. Like when it comes to myself, the things that I can handle, I'm a big control freak. I don't stress myself beyond a particular limit. I don't go beyond myself. So what I can control, I go after fully. So that's why if you see that, oh, there's something I can do and I'm the one that's supposed to do it. You see that I'll always be there, I'll always be present. I'll leave one thing and plan for the next day and the next experience. And I've done the six-step plan for even something as simple as going to play football. I'd have planned two days before that. There's nothing to stop me from playing this football on this second day. Just so that I'm not disturbed. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> so now I've, I've learned how to stop doing that. The anxiety is okay because there's somewhere I want to be financially. Hmm. At a particular age, so I'm here reading. So like this COVID, I had to I picked up reading again. I used to read a lot before when I was younger in secondary school. So I picked up reading again. Now I'm going to try to pick this up again because see, I started. 
What did you do to cope with it, though? The best thing that every guy does. Leave the <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid you not. It evolved from, I was initially for 21, then we bought for 22 in the house. And we bought two versions of 22, so that's how, how much I pushed for the control and rest. We bought two versions so I can play anybody there. So we, I have to play as far as I hope. So I have the people that I can play people that have people playing two and PS4. I can play them online. And then people people that have people on PS5. I can also play with them online. So I got two versions and I relax myself. I can't even come and kill myself. I relax. I play Mortal Kombat 2. I have an NBA. Mm-hmm. Like I just play this game. And it's not I don't play because I'm trying to chase anybody in the world, but I'm just trying to keep and I started watching friends again. So I, I just like I use comedy and video games to relax and anime. I put that back. An anime. Fair enough. Felix, what about you? Do you feel any form of anxiety? Wow. <laughs> I think I felt anxiety was when I felt sick in year one, like I said earlier on. So yeah, I was really anxious. The whole course, school, and then yeah, final year. There was a course that was really, really hard, extremely hard. And I had this so far. I don't think the lecturer was really the best because it was a lecturer from another university. He was visiting for some time, having sabbatical, so it wasn't really the best for me. So I was really two times. So what did I really do? So like I told you, I used to go like four times a week. So what was like my coping mechanism? Let me know, like. Coping mechanism, like every if I bang a test yeah, in class, I just look at the day. Oh, is it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? It's that pitch. You can't play your life out because it's like escape from reality for me. So just go there, join your story, and then go back and then I rest there because it's like rest for me to change of activity. So doing something else. And if you like you said, I really appreciate a lot. But I haven't really done that in a while there, but yeah. And at the same time, so I think because of my parents, how I was brought up, so I think prayer has really helped me a whole lot because when I go for mass in the morning, especially in school, mass every day, so, and then confession. So things like that helped me reconnect again and help me have the right attention of what I'm doing, some particular things. So it's like a motivation. And then knowing that, yeah, that these are the things I'm actually cut out to do, so... More like a reassurance for myself too. So, yeah, that's how it was for me, though. Okay. That's amazing. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you guys for sharing your stories, your experiences. Because honestly, I was so overhearing the question: "You're a graduate. What next, girl? I don't know what next. I wish I knew what next." Like. I had it all planned out, but guess what? Here I am. So nobody should stress me. Me too. I'm asking myself what next. Me too. Okay. So I think I think that there's, there's a today, rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I think it's nice to say there's no rush, but there was always that internalized pressure. It's just to find a way mm-hmm. to cope with it. And I genuinely think Dami's way is the best, really. Take some time to breathe. Because I actually know that once once you get into that like um, work cycle it's like you're a hamster in a wheel like it just keeps going oh something is always just going to keep coming up and you might never have that time to relax the way you have it now and you would always wish like oh i wish i took advantage of that time yeah and so i mean you guys how you guys did it giving yourself that time those two months i think that's amazing and i think that's something i'm gonna try and do 
And that's really, really cool for sure. So yes, thank you guys for coming. Please though, if do you guys have any tip for the audience, anyone that's going through the very thing, if you have any tip to anyone that's listening. Uh, okay. Um I'll I'll say the safest tip out there is um to find yourself really. So you you're not just going around listening to people say certain things that don't apply to you. So you need to know yourself exactly and pick what works best for you. Like for me now, I don't think there's anything that can phase me again because what to do, I'll go and play FIFA or watch anime. I'll come back and I'll but then my brain will set to it and I'll have viewed everything and I'll be able to give a proper response. Any situation. Like this right now there's nothing on earth that will throw me off. And here, there's the God factor. I've got to add that. My relationship with God is special, but I'll say it to anybody. Nothing is to stress me. If it stresses me too much, I'll just, I'll just report to you. I'll pray. I'm, I'm a big baby, I've said before. I'm a big baby when it comes to matters with God. If you stress me, I'll report to you and I'll go and see. You fight on that mind. I think that is that is a major tip because I didn't mention I don't know if I did mention it but like the something I used to do oh I actually did answer that question coping mechanisms for me I did eat a lot eating really it helps me relax yeah, can I uh, bottle can I bottle yes that, please that, that food was uh, very 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 extremely important <laughs> see <laughs> I cope. I cope with COVID with food. Exactly. I, I eat mean, one pack of spaghetti. What? <laughs> no way, bro. Easy, like no pack. stress. Yeah, and I also put meat, soya, ah. egg. Damn yeah. it, this is a bit extreme. Even what I must you? say. Yeah, extreme for what? It's extreme. COVID was a horrible time, man. <laughs> I just have to do something that I love, and I love eating. People that yes, know, I do. I'm and, not even. I'm not even mad, honestly. If that's what works for you, you do that. Exactly. I used to. I used to eat. I'd stress eat, and then I started doing this thing, this confessions, yeah. And so, if I'm overthinking, because my anxiety used to get real bad, like I'd start overthinking, my head would start hurting, my chest is hurting, I'm just sad, I like I'm finding it hard to communicate. I'm literally just I'm down, and literally I started confessing, like I have the peace of, like I have peace of mind, I have the peace of Christ within me, and I literally had to keep saying that, and then like. I would say it like probably like five, ten times, and yo, I kid you guys not. Like I would literally feel like the air, like to feel lighter. Like I literally breathe easy. And so it's something that has helped, and I did pray about it. I did read, you know, like in my Bible app, like there's like so like what's it called? Scriptures on anxiety and stuff like that. So if that that really helped. That really did help me. So I think if you're into faith, if you're a faith-based individual, that is something you should definitely look into for sure. That is something you should look into. And yeah. Okolo, any tip for us? First thing is know how to rest. Because Omar, if you don't rest, if you don't choose when to rest, your body will choose it for you. And then you'll be at a very, very bad time. That is one. And then secondly, for those that more or less believe, you can say some reassurance. Some that more made me learn Philippians 4.13. I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. It just made it stick in my head. So I say that a lot. It's really, really reassuring. And then lastly, something Naya said earlier on a timetable. So it's really like a clear structure to more or less keep it in check. Nobody that has a timetable really follows it perfectly 100%. There's some slacks here and there, but it's like a guiding principle to help you keep your time in check. And then, yeah, have have the right people around you. Just put it that way. I don't want to start sounding like a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that's just it for me. Yes, that's good. Thank you, guys. 
so so much for being on this pod. I really do appreciate it. Um, Record. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for being on the Off the Record pod. Please make sure everyone to um, leave a review, subscribe, share, comments, and you know everything you need to do. You know, you know the drill. Do it. Show some love to us. Do you guys want to share your social media pages? Is that something you want to do? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, Thank you. Yeah. I'm Ladipo97 on Insta. That's my most active Twitter. I've left Twitter. So I know it's so annoying to use. Okay. Yeah. So, so. My, my Instagram is Fetchulo, like I said earlier. <laughs> or Fetchulo, F E C H U L O. Then my Twitter has been off for some time, but Fetchulo, the same Fetchulo with underscore. So, yeah, two of them. Okay, that's perfect. You guys, make sure to follow the Off the Record podcast page on Instagram. And, you know, yeah, show some love there. So, yes, thank you very much. And on that note, have a good day.